Boop, 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 boop. Wagwan, y'all. This is Fight Junkies, presented by MMA Fight Universe. My name is Ode Osborne, the Jomia Consent Siashan. I'm the fighter. And I'm the fan. Welcome to Fight Junkies, everybody. Thanks for listening in. Fight Junkies, obviously, is where you're going to get the best breakdowns, commentary, and fight analytics. We're going to analyze all the fights. We know everybody's a fight fan. That's why I am here. I'm a super fan, along my co-host, who is a UFC fighter. And I'm going to segue to you. We got a big card this weekend. Can you tell me about that? Yo, you done know a whole we had tweets. Yeah, man. Today, we're going to be talking about UFC San Antonio Vera versus San Hagen. And I am super excited to talk about this one, man. This is going to be a banger. I'm, I'm stoked about this card. Very, very stoked. stoked about this card. Um, so just so everybody knows that, that tunes in, we're only going to be on this show covering the main card. So there's a lot of fighters. No disrespect to them. Um, but we just don't have... The time, first of all, that's, it takes yeah, <laughs> covering the, the, time. the entire roster is going to take a long time. So, you know what I mean? We don't have all day. So we're just going to cover the main card for all you fight fans out there. And I'm sorry. I know you guys want, you know, if there if there are a few fighters, though, that is going to be a prospect in the future, we will cover that fighter. You know, if we got our Bo Nichols and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if there are those fighters out there, we'll, we'll get on that. Don't worry about it. And you could also hit us up at our Fight Junkies Instagram, uh, getting those DMs, and we'll get you guys on the show, and you can tell your story. And, and again, guys, uh, shout out to MMA Fight Universe, man. If you, it's, it's, MMA Fight Universe is the source for the latest and greatest all things MMA news and everything about MMA. Um, speaking of fighters that are up-and-coming prospect, we have in the studio today Val, my other Jamaican brother, <laughs> the animal Woodburn. <laughs> big right. up on the self, big up on the then at the place. Yo, Check yeah. Check out things and see how things go on. Yeah, different over here, sir. Different, different. My man Val from <laughs> raining from from Jamaica, Spanish town. Also lives in Florida, seven and zero, undefeated prospect coming up. Yo, y'all better remember his name, man, because this man right here, embody, embody, embody. All right, well, let's get to it. Let's wrap. Let's. Ooh, there's the fight bell. There's the fight bell. All right, so uh, let's start off with our first fight on the main card, which is Albert Durov versus Chidi and Jukawani. Yo, um, first thing I want to say about this fight, man, Chidi has quite. A hell of a reach advantage just not just with albert but just in general 80 inch reach is ridiculous that's pretty crazy that's <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous um i have the longest reach at flyweight and i think my reach is ridiculous but 80 is whoo that's that's long. really long for middleweight yeah and and chidi knows how to use his reach very well you know um i don't want to talk too much about this fight only because i'm a little bit biased because you know T uh, chidi is a teammate of mine at uh uh, BKS MMA with uh, Dewey Cooper so I don't want to talk too much on this one because like I said when you have teammates fighting you tend to be a little biased you know what I'm saying yeah I mean it's your boy you guys train you sweat you know you bleed together it's only human obviously uh, I just sent a video to Kelvin Gastelum on Instagram that I was sitting next to someone who's helping train his future opponent in his next fight. <laughs> so it's all love don't choke me out big guy but <laughs> hey. Kelvin's my guy um, yeah, I'm excited for this fight. I'm excited for the whole card. Um, Albert Duraev, fighting out of Russia, 34 years old. He 
has a lot of power. I, I don't know if you guys know too much about his fights, but this guy's been around. He's 18-6 and oh. Yeah, his I see here his uh um you know his significant strikes per minute, takedown average. He's got some good stats. He's got some good stats, man. Really, really nice stats. About 19 fights in the uh sorry, 19 fights on his record. Uh, 15 and four. This is gonna be a banger, man. This is gonna be a banger. I think for him, uh, derive his his like path to victory would be, in my opinion, to wrestle Chidi. But um, Chidi Chidi's such a great distance control. Per you know, he he controls the distance really nice. He's rangy. He's long. He's got great hands. He'll throw those knees up the middle. So Albert does have to watch out for those knees up the middle. And obviously, like I said, I'm biased and I'm going with Chidi. I think he's um, he's just a world class athlete. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, and for the viewers, if you guys didn't know, this is our second show. And we had a great discussion that all this paper and all this ink is just not working. So, <laughs> <laughs> obviously, it's so not. It's we're gonna not. Uh, we're gonna get some laptops going, and I'm gonna make some PowerPoint slideshows because in the United States Army, all we do is PowerPoint. So I'm pretty good at that stuff. So we'll be a little bit more organized. So no disrespect to Albert. Yeah, and we're not even gonna cut anything. We're gonna keep it. You know, we want it raw, fresh, and organic. We asked how I want this show, like some some organic coconut oil types. <laughs> yeah, like we said yesterday, we're, this isn't ESPN. Yeah, man. obviously ESPN. Let me know. Uh, but you know, we are we're fans. Uh, obviously, you have to be a fan to become a fighter. So, yeah, man. First of all, this hat. I'm I'm, I'm getting hot. I'm getting heated. Oh, this hat making me hot. But uh, let's move on to the next fight. Let's do it. Ooh, there's the fight bell. Okay, moving on. We have. Alex Perez and Manel, you said cop. Yes, I was Manel Cop. I was saying cape. <laughs> Alex Perez is 24-7-0, fighting his opponent who is 18-6-0. Um, I've heard of both of these young men before, but I got to say Alex Perez is a little more on the forefront of my brain, mm -hmm. probably because he's got a significant amount of fights he does. over his opponent. Um, 31. He's got 31 fights. That's a lot of That's fights, lot. man. That's a lot of fights. And I know both these guys, you know, um, Manil and Alex Perez, I see them every day at the UFC Performance Institute, and I run into them, you know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to I'm not gonna call this fight just because I see them all the time, and you know what I mean? Uh, um, I want to be fair to both men. But I will say, man, um, <clears throat> Cop, I'm, I'm, a little, I'm a little biased just because I fought Cop, and he, you know, he, he sent me to the Shadow Realm, you know, in the first round. So I'm obviously leaning towards towards because I know what he can do. You know what I'm saying? Uh, his his biggest asset, the one thing I loved about Cop, right, is you know I was in, I was winning that fight. Um, one of the things I love about Cop is that he was so even though I was winning, he was so calm, so calm in there in the first round, just so calm. Just weighing, weighing ten, the storm. ten seconds left in that first round, boom, flying knee. So he sees everything. He's yeah. his eyes. He's got a really good eyes he's calculated um whereas alex perez he is going to be on you wrestling so for this fight it's going to be um can manil weather the storm of alex perez's wrestling and can alex perez hold manil down and dominate the fight that way because i do believe it's going to be alex trying to wrestle him i don't know that he will strike the entire time he's gonna he's gonna throw those leg kicks in there he is good at throwing those calf kicks alex perez is very good at the calf kicks um 
But Manil Kopp is, like I said, he's a world beater. You know, he was a risen champion overseas. He has, he's very, very well, like, well decorated. The UFC brought him in here. You know, he, he, they roll out the Brinks truck for Manil Kopp, for sure. So, um, he's, his, his, his fight name isn't the Starboy for no reason. Um, I think, in my opinion, in this division, he's one of the better fighters. Definitely. Okay. That's big. That's big yeah. to say. He's, he's definitely one of the better fighters. Well, tune in. That's going to be, um, a scrap. Yes, yes, yes. And like I said, man, uh, if Alex Perez can not only take him down but hold him there and do work, that's his path to victory. Um, but if not, I believe Manil will probably stay on the outside and, you know, strike him from the outside, strike him from distance, uh, mix it up a little bit. But this fight can go either way, man. This is That's the beauty about the fight game, man. This the, is the only thing that I noticed is Perez is – coming off of a two-fight loss, and Cop is on a three-fight win streak. So yes. that could be dangerous. That could be you have all the hype behind you in the world, and you have all the confidence because you've won the last three fights. Yeah. Or this guy knows he might be possibly fighting for his job, so he's coming in to take your head <laughs> off. Hey, you ain't lying, man. You ain't lying. The fighters that know, like, look, I got one more fight on my contract. I got to go in. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Because they got nothing to lose. Um, for this fight, I think Alex Perez, you're probably going to be, you're, you're probably going to see the best Alex Perez. Um, his last fight, you know, he lost to Pantoja in the first round. So I think he's going to be coming in this fight with a chip on his shoulder, as he should, man. Alex is a great fighter. As he should. So I think we're going to see probably the best Alex Perez win, lose, or draw, in my opinion. Well, with that being said, there's the fight bell. Let's move on to the next fight. We're jumping into the women's flyweight division where we have uh, another absolute battle coming in. I'm really, really excited. Andrea Lee, who's a American mixed martial arts kickboxer versus Macy. The future. The future barber. Yes, man. Macy. So I honestly, and I was explaining to my wife last night uh, a little bit about Macy's original trajectory mm -hmm. when she got into the UFC. Um, mm -hmm. They went, remember it was Super Sage Northcutt, how yeah. they pushed him like super hard. And and it. I'm not going to say it didn't work out because obviously he, he's a, Talented. Yeah, he's, yeah talented. he's talented. He is. But Macy Barber was everywhere on every headline, on every clip, and mm -hmm. every poster. And she was the one who was going to beat John Jones' record yes. and be the youngest yes. women's champ to ever walk the face of the earth. Yes. And now we have a, she has a competitor that also can be the youngest women's champion, and that is Erin Blanchfield. She's yes. on her way, man. Erin is on her way. That, that whole, oh. But Andrea Lee is 13-6-0, and, um, and she's coming in as a strong kickboxer, and Macy is more of a scrapper. You know, she, uh, she throws those hands. I got to say, I'm real high up on, on Macy Barber. Uh, she's 11-2-0. Uh, she's on a three-fight win streak. She's okay. got to give her a lot of confidence. But I'll ask you this. She did, she did also have knee surgery. Yeah. So who do you have in this fight? Macy. Okay, okay. Macy Barber. All right. So uh, I also have Macy Barber only because, you know, I, I know a little bit about her background. We both came, you know, we both uh, trained with Duke Rufus, who's a great striking coach. So even though she's a scrapper, she does have some, you know, fundamental basics, techniques in there that, you know, 
is pretty clean. So I'm I'm heavily on Macy for this one. And yeah, I know she she did have knee surgery, but that was about what three fights ago, and she's on a three fight win streak right now. Um, she just let's see the last person she lost to was I believe it was Roxanne Martafari. Nope, it was uh, Alexa Grasso actually, which is not a bad loss. No, that's the current champ. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good loss right there, man. So. She's she's been looking good, man. But like I said, I think uh, for Macy, her fight, her fight, her her uh, her key to victory in this fight versus Andrea Lee is you know do what she does best, which is being herself. If she tries to force anything or she tries to um, do things that she doesn't normally do, Andrea will catch her. But I think if she fights like her, like Macy, and she shows up, and which I. I have no doubt in my mind that she will. She'll show up to the occasion. She is heavily pushed right now. Um, so, like I said, 11-2. and two, She only has two losses. She's got all the confidence in the world. My, my, you know, I'm reigning. I'm leaning towards Macy on this fight. Okay, so there you heard it here. Mm. We both got Macy on this, but... All right. There's the fight, Bell. There's... Let's move on to the next fight. Oh, man. Val, Val over there drinking some, like, good tea. What do you mean? Bad man thing. What kind of tea? Ginger tea? Ginger. That ginger tea there. Ginger tea. It's a say, wah. All right. So, moving on to our next fight. Uh, Nate Landveer. Actually, uh, my, co- my co- co-guest here. Actually, I'm the co-guest. But my partner... Uh, told me that it wasn't Landwehr, it's actually Landwehr. Yes. I've been saying it wrong all week. Yeah, in German, uh, W's are pronounced with a V. All right. So I was stationed in America's, you know, you would say Wiesbaden, Germany, yeah. but that's wrong. I was stationed in Wiesbaden. I see. I so see. it's that's just a, a little flip of... Yeah, Wiesbaden. see, I didn't even know that until you, you told me that. Look, I need to brush up on my German. Ja, natürlich, ich spreche mit dir kein Problem auf Deutsch jeden Tag. We'll do a show in just German. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But anyways. Is that Jamaican guy speaking German over there? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but anyways, we have Austin Lingo versus Nate Lanvier. All right, so... Um, Two fight win streak I see for Austin Lingo. What do you think about this fight? Austin Lingo, yeah, he's nine one and oh. I gotta be honest, I don't know too much about Austin uh digging into him right now, but I have heard some great things about Nate Landveer. Um he's sixteen four and oh. They're let me look at this. Yeah, they they look, I mean that's a that's a hefty record, man. Uh twenty fights. About, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six of them in the UFC. That's what I'm looking at right here. Maybe more. Man, he's got a nice lengthy record, though. Uh, he's, got, he's, he's got the reach advantage by two inches in this fight. Um, yeah, I'm going to go for this fight. I, and, I, and I believe that I, I think the odds makers have it. Uh, I think he is the favorite in this fight. I do believe so. But either or, like I said, um, I'm going to go with Nate Landveer for this one just because of the experience. You know, um, nine and one, I, I will say that's, a, you know, Austin definitely has the confidence factor. He's also coming off of two fight win streaks. So is Landveer. They're both coming off of two fight win streaks. Um, this, I'm, I'm excited to see how this fight plays out because this is one of those fights where I was like, you know what? I don't really know who I'm going to go with on this one. So, you know, I'm going to say this one's a toss-up fight for me. You know, that's crazy because all fights in my eyes, regardless of the accolades that you have, 
whether you've been a D1 wrestling champion, yeah. it's it's always a toss-up. You just never know. Yeah, no, you're so, right. So best of luck to both of those gentlemen. I'm excited to to see what happens, and we'll certainly be breaking it down on Monday morning breakdown. So Yes, I can't wait to go over that fight card and see how our picks went. Yeah. All right. Now, uh, who do we have next? Oh, there's the fight bell. All right. I'm excited for this. Uh, this is the women's bantamweight. We got Holly Holm versus Yana Kunitskaya. I don't know if I said that right. If I didn't, please don't choke me out. No, you, see, definitely, um, you definitely didn't say it right. It's, <laughs> it's definitely Yana Santos. <laughs> no, it's... it's uh, Yana... Oh, they got it different on, on there? Yeah. Hmm, the, okay. I, I think I do think that is wrong. It is Santos. <laughs> UFC, uh, yeah, they had a typo. So Yeah, or, or it could be a different known name. I don't know. I have no idea. Anyways, anyways, man, I actually didn't know that Holly Holm uh, just signed recently. I think it was what? A six-fight deal. Yeah, last night she was uh, during her press conference in San Antonio. She was, which, if you look at her last mm. fight, um, she went through a lot in her personal life, um, and it looked like she was going to retire. I mean, what else could yeah. she have done? She, I mean, before she even got into the, the MMA world of the UFC, she yeah. defended her boxing championship title 18 times over three different weight classes. Oh, that's crazy. Before that's she, crazy. And then decided, you know what? I want to just go ahead and learn jujitsu no. and grappling and everything else and came into the UFC. Mm -hmm. So... I'm super, super stoked. Holly Holm has been one of my favorite fighters for a long time, the preacher's daughter. But I didn't know she was going to keep fighting. I thought she was done. So to yeah. come in with a six-fight deal, and I'm going to be 37, and I was born in 86. So she's over 40 years old signing six-fight deals. That that says a lot about somebody's character. That's what's up. You know, That's what's up, man. I give her, look, all the props to her, for real. All the props to her. And she is uh, you know, 14 and 6. And they're both fighting for they're both both these girls are 14 and 6. All I gotta say is somebody's gonna lose that six. Mm -hmm. That Somebody's, six has gotta go. Somebody about to be 14, like you know, 14 and 7. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you look at Holly, uh, if you're if you're not too familiar with Holly Holm, which most of you probably are, she's the former champ. Mm -hmm. And she got that championship by head kick KOing Ronda Rousey. Yeah, who set the stage in front of 60,000 people. Yeah. And I think New Zealand mm -hmm. or in Australia. Yeah, man. And Ronda set the stage for women's MMA. I don't care what anybody says. Ronda Rousey set the stage Goat. for women's MMA. You know what I mean? Um, right now, she wouldn't do very well because the game has evolved so much. Yeah. You know, as you can see with Amanda Nunes, you know, oh my goodness. She's just another freak. Savage. Savage, man. Amanda no, uh, she's a, I, I, yeah, obviously she's one of the goats. I do, you know, I got to be real on this show. think that she could have yeah. maybe handled some of her losses a little better because... 100%. No, 100%. You know, kids are watching her. There's young girls yeah. that used to, you know, say, uh, what was it? She had t-shirts that said, like, bad something or... Yeah, no, you know, 100%, man. So, but who the hell am I to say? Yeah, man. You, that's, know? you know, but uh, moving on to this fight, I, I, I believe that um, Holly, Holly Holmes' key to victory in this fight in my opinion, is using that range. You know what I'm saying? Holly's a, a link. She, she fights long. You know what I'm saying? Doesn't She she bounces on the outside. She uses her, her jab and picks her shots. Um, stay on that range, she's good. But if she tries to play this, like, you know, in your face, which she's not really that type of a fighter, 
but I do see her um, using her range a little bit a little bit in this fight. I, I see Yana uh, Santos pushing Holly's uh, pressure a little bit. Um, I see her being in Holly's face. I see her, hey, possibly even going for a takedown because, in my opinion, Holly hasn't shown that she is the greatest on the ground. Um, so, in my opinion, I think Yana Santos will take this one. But um, I'm curious to see. I hope Holly proves me wrong. I'm rooting for her. But I do believe Yana Santos will take this fight. Yeah, I think Santos has a big advantage when it comes to, you know, not, I mean, Muay Thai is one of her specialties, but I think of the grappling, you know, uh, mm -hmm. coming out of Russia, she's just going to be a little more dominant on the ground. So I am going to go with Holly Holm, but, I'm, you know, it's a coin toss. Mm -hmm. One inch reach advantage. Uh, she is a southpaw, you know, so that, and, and, my eyes, I, I always say, like, whenever someone's a southpaw, has their opponent trained with enough southpaws? You know, that's the deciding factor is, has she had that look in the gym over and over again? That's, yeah, because, I mean, people, if you overlook that and you, and you just, yeah. it's different, you know, man. look past your fighter and think, I'm going to go in there, I don't care that they're a southpaw, you're going to have a, a couple problems. Yeah, no, that's it is. And difference. this is not the... Stage. level where you you yeah. know you don't want to be at this stage and not prepare yeah this is not mm -hmm. the stage to do it but like i said i think she will weather that storm and i do believe that she will get in on holly um land more strikes maybe even a takedown and get the victory all right there is the fight bell moving on to the main event Red of the evening, evening. Oh. introducing first oh fighting out of the red corner, he stands. <laughs> hey, we're not going to steal Brew Buffer's thing, but uh, Val, Val, we're going to have Val chime in on this one, man, because I know. <laughs> it's time. <laughs> Let's go. Okay, we have Sanhagen versus Vera. Oh, man. I'm this stoked is, for this. Yo, this is a great one, man. This this card, oh, this oh, my goodness. This matchup is great. Um, in terms of, so in my opinion, in terms of uh, Corey Sanhagen versus uh, Cheeto Vera, both these guys are phenomenal, phenomenal strikers. Phenomenal strikers. But completely different styles. Completely. Com completely <laughs> different styles. Mm -hmm. um, Corey Sanhagen, you have a guy that, you know, moves side to side a lot. You know, he is very unpredictable. He throws kicks from everywhere. He throws punches from everywhere. He throws knees. He throws elbows. He's extremely unpredictable. Um, very versatile. You see him just mixing it up very nice. And you have a guy like Chido Vera who is like almost kind of like a... A dog. A dog. Yes. <laughs> He's a savage. Yes. Yes, and you know who he reminds me of a lot? Of, he reminds me of a tall Peter Yan. Mm -hmm. He really does. He's super, super durable. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, a good friend of mine, David Grant, told me when he fought, he fought uh, Vera twice. One of the times he fought him, he landed an elbow on, on Cheeto's head, and it cracked <laughs> his <laughs> elbow. His elbow. <laughs> he landed an elbow, and it cracked his elbow. So Yeah, his durability is his, crazy. It is. It's, he doesn't show much damage. And I think that's a that's a big downfall on Sanhagen. I think he shows a lot of damage. Um, you know, he does wear it a bit well. 
So we'll see during this fight how Cheeto Vera is going to, you know, take advantage of that aspect. Um, I think path of victories here for Sanhagen is mixing it up. Um, I watched in the Edgar fight when he fought Frankie Edgar, and I also watched when he fought um, Dominic Cruz. Dominic, Dominic Cruz. Cruz. There were some moments in there where, you know, they were going side to side, and it kind of froze Cheeto a little bit. He's, he's very patient, but sometimes I think his detriment is that he's too patient, and he'll let, like, a round get away from him. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I was looking into to a lot of his fights, and I'm a huge fan of Cheeto Vera. I'd love to have you on Fight Junkies. Um, his, like you said, he's a dog, meaning that not most fighters, as mm. the rounds go by, especially in a main event, five, yes. five-minute rounds, they, mm. he actually gets, I believe, better as the fight goes. He does. He does. Which, Especially in a five-round five fights, that's where he thrives. You know, uh, he, like I said, just like Peter Yan, same concept. Peter Yan gets better as the fight, you know, not taking the Marab fight in, into consideration. But uh, Peter Yan's the same way. As long, longer the fight goes, <laughs> the better he gets. And that's just like uh, Chido Vera. And I do believe Chido Vera will take advantage of those late rounds. That's when he comes alive. Yeah, and, it, and it, it's just a... It's a great matchup, but you got com two completely different styles. You have somebody who's very tactical, very technical in mm -hmm. Corey Sanhagen, who is right now on a one-fight win streak, but his last two losses were only against Piotr Jan and TJ Dillashaw. No, it was uh, Aljamain Sterling. Sterling. No, his last two. Yeah, oh, his last so, two. Last yeah, two then that. he had a couple wins. Yes, yes, um, yes. Yeah, he also you know, had his yep. back taken by, by Aljo, um, mm -hmm. which was a spectacle by the champ. But I got to say, Corey's, Corey is... Just dominant. You know, he's fighting out of Aurora, Colorado. So being in San Antonio, they're almost at sea level. So yeah. he's used to training in all his fight camps at about 5,000, you mm -hmm. know, feet above sea level, which is going to help his cardio. Mm -hmm. Not that he had an issue with cardio mm -hmm. anyway. But when it comes to Cheeto, I I, I got to say Cheeto's been on a complete tear. I mean, he's the only one that has put a one next to... Uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley, even though Sean claims that he's undefeated. Man. Um, <laughs> nah, he, nah, he beat Sean. He's the GOAT. Yeah, he's... Yeah. So, you gotta look... And, and the reason I'm personally gonna go with Vera is because he's a dad. And I'm a dad. <laughs> and when That's you have a family, you just have something a little more, a lot more to yeah. fight for. He's gonna dig down deep because he's got his kids. You know, he goes home and it's the look on his kids' faces are going to be more impactful than anybody mm -hmm. else. Yes. Sanhagen's going to go home and, you know, obviously it would sting if he lost. But you're just, when, you, when you're a dad, it's something different. So I'm going to personally go with Vera. I think he's a dog. And, man, that guy, you could hit him with the kitchen sink and he's going to keep coming at you. <laughs> I feel you. All right. So I'm going to give my pick. Um, and I'm going to go with Cheeto Vera, not because he's a dad, but because I do think he is the better fighter. I believe that... In this fight, Cheeto Vera is the hammer, right? So Cody, Cody, uh, Corey Sanhagen has to stay on the outside, pick his pokes, angle, angle, shoot takedowns. You know, he has to. He's he's almost like he he's got a plan for everything that Cheeto uh, that uh, Cheeto has to do. And, and you know what I'm saying? And I think when you're when you're on the tail end of you have to negate like by picking your strikes and moving the angle and doing everything to stop what they're doing. 
sometimes it has its, it has its detriments, and I feel like Cheeto Vera has his moments where he sees an opening and he capitalizes, and I think that is what's going to happen. I think he will capitalize on you know um, Sanhagen's, uh, I guess, lack thereof movement because there were there there is times where he does have allow himself to get in certain positions, like you can see in the Aljamain Sterling fight, but. The downside is, uh, I think Cheeto is susceptible to takedowns. Yeah, yeah. Dominic Cruz took him down fairly easy a couple yes. of times. So I agree with you, but I, I personally think that San Hagen has more tools in his toolbox yeah. in the big picture I when agree. it comes to mixed martial arts. I agree. I just think that Vera has the power to yes. put you out. Yes. And he gets better as the fight yes, goes. So. Because I, I agree with that because I do think San Hagen is the better wrestler. I think he can take Cheeto down. I don't think he will struggle with taking Cheeto down, honestly. But I don't think Cheeto minds being taken down. If you see him off of his back, he's throwing nasty elbows. He's trying to hit you. He's trying to submit you. His submission game actually is really good. Um, so I think off of his back and on his feet, he's going to be dominant. Here, here's something that you could probably uh, break down. Um, Toughness. Mm. So Corey Sanhagen, completely tough. But I think sometimes when you're that tough, it mm. can ost- it can be detrimental to you because you're gonna want to stay in that fire instead mm. of playing the game. So if he stays in the pocket and tries to go toe to toe and blow for blow with, with Vera, yeah. he's gonna probably get caught, and yes. it could be the end of the fight. Yes. What do you? How do you feel as a fighter about toughness well, being? Well. I didn't see him. I thought he fought a good strategy versus Peter Yan. He didn't stay in the pocket with Peter Yan. He was moving a lot of movements inside, outside, left and right. You know, I think if he does that strategy but a little bit better, he he has, you know, a good path to winning this fight. Yeah, Song Young Dong caught just, him real, real yeah. bad in the first round of yes. their fight. Almost took him out. Yes. Um, so he, he has to be in and out, left and right. And I think... Him doing those movements could freeze Cheeto in his, uh, you know, his movements a little bit because you'll see at times where he he, he goes like forward and back, um, so he's he's a little slower. So yeah, um, I think San Hagen's footwork is definitely yeah. If he wins, I think it's by decision. Yeah, for yeah, yeah definitely. Um, so yeah, Fight Junkies sponsored Ooh. by MMA Fight Universe. Um, yeah, guys, you know we're. This is our second show. We're real excited about this. Uh, we're going to continue to be bringing you guys the best content, breakdowns, and analytics on all the fights because that's what we love. I'm doing this stuff anyway. We have a pro UFC fighter over, you know, over here who's yes, taking time out of his training to come in here and give you guys what you want. So, you know, please tune in to Fight Junkies on on all platforms, Instagram. If you're a fighter, hit us up. Uh, I'll also be doing one-on-one interviews with fighters uh, in the other room. It's a little more relaxed, a little more like chill. Um, yeah, guys. I'm, I'm stoked. Yeah, man. And not just that too, but this is our second show um, that we, we started this on. We decided to do this on Monday. You know, so we literally came in Monday um, unprepared and we just did it. We just got the notes. My man here um, went home and you know, did some research, got printed all this out. Now we're starting to flow a little bit more and we're going to get laptops and get rid of all this paperwork and, you know, have a, a little bit more flow for you guys so you guys can enjoy the show and a little less downtime and just keeping it real authentic as possible. I don't want this show to be like every other 
fighter analytical show that you guys watch on YouTube. We're gonna we're gonna mix it up, do some shots at you know maybe the golf course. Um, we yeah we're gonna we got we got some great things planned, man. For week one, I said we did pretty well for week one, so. Uh, and we're going live next week. So yeah, we're going live next week. We'll be week. live, yeah. St uh, tune in for the super, uh, super Chats. We are going live. Fight Junkies live. All right, guys. You guys, you got anything else to add? No, just again, thank you, everybody. Uh, I want to shout out Austin behind. You know, he's our the producer of the show. Ooh, hitting doing the bells. amazing things over there. Where's that bell at? Yeah. But yeah, like you said, we, we want to do things different. We don't want to come in and be like, well, welcome to Flight Junkies. <laughs> <laughs> we want to we wanna do some vlogs. We want to go get, you know, some of your buddies, some other UFC fighters and go yeah. play some golf. We want to get out there and do different things. Maybe we'll go over to uh, shoot some guns um, yeah, man, at I'm the down. range. I'm down. Yeah, we just, you know, we don't want this to seem too artificial. We yeah, want to man. be authentic. So I appreciate everybody tuning in to Fight Junkies on uh, all platforms. And Mondays and Thursdays, we'll be doing our breakdowns. So thank yes, you. Yes, guys. And that's all for today. My name is Ode Osborne from the Wagwan Podcast, the Jomia Consent Siashan. I'm the fighter. And I'm the vet. And I'm Bob. Just Bob. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's brought to you in part by... MMA, MMA Fight, Fight Universe. Universe. Check out MMA Fight Universe, your source for the latest and greatest news, clips, and all things MMA. If you love MMA, you'll love MMA Fight Universe. Check their out. Check out their page, Instagram. Follow them, like them, subscribe to them, all the good things. All right, that is it for today. Have out. a good weekend. Enjoy the fights. Yeah.